Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a live edition of Extra Point. Uh, we've even got the door open today because uh, guys are going to be coming in. Uh, this is our first kind of live podcast for the year, and this is for all you guys who were just clamoring everywhere we go. I know everywhere I went, and everybody missed the radio show. Uh, so here we are. We figured for the first weekend of the playoffs, uh, at least the first night of the playoffs, we would have a live podcast where you can comment. You can go to our Facebook Live or on uh, YouTube Live, and you can comment to us. And if you want to talk about particular matchups or uh, for next week or games from tonight, uh, we can discuss that. Matt Mowry will be here in just a few moments. Scott Bernstein was uh, working the Clarkston game, so he will be here in just a little bit. He had to file his story for the Oakland Press before he made his way over here. So uh, Kevin Trzynski is, you can't see him right now, but he's there. He's kind of manning the whole, uh, you know, Live thing. How you doing, Kev? I'm here. I'm doing pretty good. Okay, good. He's ready. He was waiting for us. Uh, we were getting ready to get back here. So uh, I'll give you a quick. Uh just kind of a capsule of where I was. I was at uh, what was our main event for State Champs this week. And again, State Champs airs every Sunday, 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. I can tell you this, uh, it's the Halloween edition of State Champs is always a different kind of edition of State Champs. And uh, this particular year, we decided for the Michigan show, uh, we would go to a haunted house. We've done this in the past. Uh, we went to the Azra Chamber of Horrors in Madison Heights, and uh, they did us all up in makeup. Uh, I looked like a casualty of war that turned into a zombie that was basically now hosting state champs. And uh, we had uh, Kira Hay, who was kind of a uh, sadistic clown. Uh, that's how she was transformed. And uh, uh, Jenna Skalski, who is uh, a, our newest member of State Champs, who's going to be joining us from time to time on the show. Uh, she was some, like, red-faced witch, I guess is the best thing I could <laughs> I could describe of what she was. Uh, she wasn't alive any longer, let's put it that way. Uh, so it was fun anyway. Uh, so the whole show will be coming from there, so it'll be trippy and, and all that. But uh, that's not what, why you're here. You want to hear about high school football. Uh, I'm pretty good at stalling. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can talk. I can ramble. Uh, but okay. uh, I'll tell you the game I was at again. Our main event this week, Detroit Catholic Central and Canton. Now, going into this particular matchup, I expected that uh, we were going to get a shootout. I was expecting we were going to have a game that was going to go back and forth, that uh, either defenses uh, were going to really clamor and shut down on both sides, or it was going to be kind of one of those wild, wild, wild west shootouts. Well, it was kind of like that on one side, on the Catholic, on the Catholic Central side. Uh, they scored 49 points tonight uh, in a 49-28 win. And 49-28 is really not indicative of what the real outcome was. It was 49-14 after three quarters. So Catholic Central turned it on, poured it on, and really looked... Uh, as if they are in great playoff shape. Uh, a couple of notes that I can tell you uh, from the event, and again, when you're shooting, we can't get you know a lot of uh, all the uh, details, but um, I can tell you that um, we that uh, Marco Genrich, the quarterback at 
Detroit Catholic Central had a couple of touchdown passes. He really was the field general uh, in this particular game, controlling the offense. Defense pl played well. Uh, I gave my notes to John, and I forgot to save a copy for me. So uh, I don't have exactly the other numbers. And one of the kids uh, had four touchdowns for CC, one of their uh, running backs, uh, the, the junior. Uh, and they had a 70-yard scoop and score, uh, fumble recovery. I think it was Walker who fumbled, Stevie Walker, uh, for Canton. Stevie Walker, you know, in the first half was amazing, uh, you know, was, was keeping Canton close, had a, I believe it was about a 65-yard touchdown run, uh, just kind of burst right through the uh, line of scrimmage and, uh, and took care of business. He had over 100 yards in the first half. He ended up with over 200 yards in the game. That's pretty impressive oh, he, uh, over he, a CC team who yeah. uh, does pretty well over uh, – against the run yeah it is and you know this kid was you know running over 300 yards in almost every one of his games uh, lately that's why he's a mr football candidate and uh he had been proving it and uh again just super fast uh he had three touchdowns on the night but again i believe two of those were were some of the late scores uh in the fourth quarter that um were basically garbage time for all intents and purposes but uh again cc looked good they were marching up and down the field um Nobody got hurt tonight. Genrich, again, the quarterback who has had some injury issues, was fine. And, uh, and they win tonight, 49-28. So uh, we'll kind of get into a few of these scores. Uh, in their same region, uh, it was West Bloomfield and Plymouth getting together. West Bloomfield wins 49-14 to in that one. Dominant uh, performance by West Bloomfield. Plymouth this year had kind of been hot and cold, kind of up and down. Uh, did get their six wins, did get in the playoffs. Uh, but West Bloomfield uh, tonight with a statement. So West Bloomfield and Catholic Central both score 49 points, and they will now meet next week in the district final. In that same region, Belleville and Dearborn got together. It was Belleville at home winning pretty handily, 28-7. to Monroe put up 62 on Woodhaven and won 62-28. to Monroe's an interesting team. We've had, hey, come on in. Come on hey, in. The water's fine. Matt Mowry now joining us here uh, from uh, his game, which actually was a very interesting uh, game because – Barn burner because uh, we were talking a little bit uh, when we were choosing what we wanted to cover this week um, because Matt is always of the opinion that, you know, well, if you guys are doing something on TV, I'll do something different for the website so we can get, uh, you know, um, a broad range of cuts, much coverage we can. And we said, well, what a great story Dexter has been this year, right? They got to the play. Well, kind of explain what their story is and how tonight played out. It if you can be a better story than South Lion is this year, right. being ten and zero, yeah, being right. one and eight last year, crazy. You're a good story. Forty-two game losing skid they were on until week two of the season, when they finally snapped it. It was dated back four seasons. Let's just get that a little to you there. Yeah, there and, uh, we go. There we go. Dated back four Fans seasons. Want to hear you? And they were. That's when they really started to believe. They beat Ipsy, and then they they ended up going six and three, finished second in their conference, I believe. At least they were second a couple weeks ago when I looked last. Um, yeah, yeah. That's Jeff Henson, who we're hopefully going to have on later, the South Lion coach. Yeah. Um, was talking. Oh, the about monitor this. just went out. Yep. That's all right. That's all right. We're live, man. So we're this is Gorilla Radio. <laughs> and we're going to have Dan Anderson on later too. I talked to him, so good, he's going to be on. So. Good. 
Yeah, Jeff Henson was saying that uh, the two teams met up in seven-on-sevens, and, you know, coming off a, a one-and-eight season for South Lyon, and Dexter was coming off a third straight 0-9 season, I don't think anybody had the expectations that they would meet again the first week of the playoffs, let alone have it be, you know, a, a game of this magnitude where, you know, South Lyon hasn't had a, a season like this since... I think 1995 was right. the last 10-0 season. Dexter has never had a season like this. They have never made the playoffs. Yeah. And as we were talking about it with, with their coaching crazy. staff, kids are proud of their football team at Dexter for maybe the first time ever. Right. This program is, has, you know, even when you look back, they, they've had, you know, some seasons where they've had winning records but never made the playoffs until this season. So amazing. just making it in was a huge step for them. But they were right there. They could have won this game. Right. Against a, a 9-0 and South Lions team that won their that conference. It's that they would have a great game, too, in this yeah, kind of a situation. Absolutely. That's yeah. really cool, you it, know, for it, for fans. Yeah, you would hate to see them, you know, get in and, and just be like, oh, well, we, we were just happy to be here. We got the T-shirt and everything and, and go home. Right. They had a chance. I mean, South Lion uh, kicked a field goal to go up 17-14. Dexter returns the ensuing kickoff, 95 yards for a touchdown. You know, uh, South Lion comes back and regains the lead on a on a uh, Connor Fracassi touchdown pass. I think th- he threw three in the game. Right. Maybe four. I'd yeah. have to go back and look. I know. I don't yeah, have all my At this point, uh, math is eluding me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, so then Dexter comes right back and ties it up, kicks a field goal to tie it up. And South Lion actually had a, a chance to win it in regulation and missed a field goal with 16 seconds left, go to overtime, score in the first overtime period, and then they intercept a, a Dexter pass in the end zone um, in the in Dexter's half of the overtime period to seal it. So it ended up being 31-24. But it was a heck of a game back and forth. And as, as South Lion coach Jeff Henson said, Dexter had them on their heels for a lot of that yeah. game. Yeah. So it, it it was not like this was you know there there was one fluky play right before the half that was kind of one where you're just like maybe the luck is on their side. I think it was 40 50 yards downfield, long pass play. The safety comes up and hits the intended receiver. Perfect timing. Ball hits somebody's helmet and pops straight up in the air about. 20 yards up in the air, and the receiver just who was trailing the play just runs underneath it, catches it, and skips yeah. on into the end zone for a 70-yard you know touchdown. And at that point, you know South Lion had had actually was you know trying to grind the clock down as far as they could to not give you know Dexter any time. And I don't think Dexter was thinking anything other than let's take a shot at it, and almost it worked out perfectly. In your since you were kind of doing some research and figuring out what kind of story Dexter's you know. What the, what was the re, what what do you think some of the reasons for this turnaround are because it really is striking when you consider I mean really since 2012 this team has just been in the doghouse and all of a sudden this year they get six wins well obviously one of the things that that we talked about after the game was that the senior class that has kind of persevered through all right. of this and you know those kids kept coming back for more and and more they stuck it out and that they didn't kind have of a single exa- win into this exactly. year yeah, yeah. so they stuck it out and that kind of set the example for yeah. everybody else in the program but the other part and this was kind of echoed on both sidelines when we were talking about it with the players and the coaches just believing and and that that belief that okay we belong in this this field with these teams they were right in it with Chelsea too one of the one of the regular season losses they had and that's when one that's been you know a bugaboo for them over the it was just once they finally got that monkey off their back once they finally snapped that losing streak 
and they finally believed that they could do this, that's when it, it turned. And it was kind of the same thing for South Lion. Once South Lions, those kids, you know, kind of got their their teeth kicked in last year in a one and eight season. You know, and they were giving up thirty points a game and, you know, not scoring very much. And a lot of young kids played last year. And once those kids believed that this wasn't gonna be like last year when they were one and eight. Mm-hmm. That that belief carried them a long way. It's not neither of these teams are the most incredibly talented. You, not a bunch of five stars on either sidelines. Just a bunch of kids who you know buy in and believe. And and that in high school sports, a lot of times is just as effective as the you know mega recruited mega stars that are on some teams that aren't playing today. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. So uh, so. You know, uh, again, great story, uh, great game. So that one under, ended up going to overtime. I don't think we had a couple of overtimes. And mm-hmm. now Midland Dow and Flushing went to overtime. Really? 34-31, Dow won that one. Nice. So, yeah. So Dow that's kind of sneaks in, 5-4. Yeah. Midland beats Swartz Creek 50-28. to 28. And now we get Midland Dow, too. That's, yes. It seems like almost every time they've been in the playoffs the same time they've kind of been at least had a possibility of getting there have been a couple of times where they were in different divisions because midland you know tends to be a little one up yeah. from from dow sometimes yeah so but yeah it'll be fun yeah so you know some interesting things you know just uh, as you know we're kind of just getting into uh what happened tonight uh rockford beat traverse city west you know which again you know rockford has had an up and down yeah. season and uh you know so um that's not too much of a surprise. Hudsonville over Holland West Ottawa, 49-42, had a great game. Uh, um, we've got a couple of Saturday games in the Kalamazoo Central, mm-hmm. Saline, Brighton, East Kentwood. But Lapeer blanks Grand Blank, 35 nothing. Lapeer's for real, yes. undefeated lookout. Yeah. Oxford whoops up on Davison, 38-13. Yep. So Oxford has really been peaking at the end yep. of the year, really ever since they beat Clarkston. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a great matchup, I think, Oxford and Lapeer next week. Uh, that'll be solid. Clarkston over Lake Orion, 30-7. That was where Scott Bernstein was. He'll mm-hmm. be here shortly. He's driving here. Lakeland over Adams in overtime, 23-20. Okay. Uh, so, uh, again, that was one of those toss-ups that I think we... We could have expected either team to win. Lakeland should give Clarkson a pretty good matchup. They're going to feel good after this win tonight. Uh, West Bloomfield uh, over Plymouth Big, 49-14. Mm-hmm. The game I was at, Catholic Central rolls Canton, 49-28. wasn't even that close. Uh, it was really Catholic Central uh, imposing their will for the most part. And then defensively really stepping up, even though Stevie Walker had over a couple of hundred yards. He did have three TDs, two, or most of them were late after they were down, 49-14. Uh, it was really all Catholic Central playing very well. Belleville beats Del- Dearborn, 28-7. Monroe really beats uh, Woodhaven, 62-28. So Belleville Monroe next week. Monroe's been putting up a lot of points this year. We've had their fans talking to us, uh, telling us that uh, you know the Trojan Army is for real. Uh, they were begging for us to come out when they played Bedford. We did. They won, uh, and so. Um, but they're going to have their hands full with Belleville. But we'll see. You know, this will be interesting to see again. Belleville being in the KLAA this year, how well did that prepare them for a run in the playoffs? Uh, the bottom of this bracket is really where it's strong. Chip Valley Beach. I. 34-7 tonight. Dakota beats Romeo 21-17. I wasn't uh, expecting that, but I knew it was going to be one of those either way. Yeah. Um, that was a close one. Cass, yeah. Cass and Western International play tomorrow. We know what has happened there. Gross Point South was beating Dearborn Fortson 17-3 into yeah. the fourth. 
and they came back, and Fortson came back and won. So the tractors are continuing nice. to roll, but it'll be most likely tractors and Cash Tech next week should be an interesting matchup. And then you've got Chip Valley Dakota again, and then most likely we'll have Chip and Cass for that regional final, and then Belleville winner of Catholic Central West Bloomfield. Which again, both teams score forty nine tonight. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, is West Bloomfield ready to take uh, that next step again? Ne- you know, after last year, are they ready to to move forward? Is Catholic Central ready to put themselves back in a position where they feel comfortable? It's really after Clarkston, you know, um, gets by. Let's say Lapeer or Oxford. Let's just kind of prognosticate ahead. Besides, maybe East Kentwood or maybe Celine. Um, they're going to have a pretty clear path to Ford Field. And that's not going to be easy getting past Lapeer. Cause it's as not. As you mentioned earlier, that Lapeer defense is for real. Yeah. And that Lapeer offense is versatile, and they have a lot of weapons. Yeah. And I think the thing that benefited them is they're kind of in that corner where you know they're away from the main population centers and they're away from the main media centers. So yeah. Oh, yeah. They fly under the radar a lot. Now, They've had their troubles with with OAA teams in the past, specifically with Clarkston. So that's not guaranteeing anything. But one of these years, they're going to get past. No, you're that, right. That OAA jinx yeah. that's been kind of the bugaboo right. since they combined. And in again, East they're and West. they're catching an Oxford team who's feeling really good, but well, it's going to be in their house. Yeah, and yeah. that's the huge huge thing there. So, um, but again, in Division One, it's always a grind. It's a, yeah, it's a it's, it's a mess it's, always. It is, and you know you're never going to be able to count on the weather. Uh, I know I just kind of read all of the Division One scores, but since they're here, we'll kind of just kind of roll through it here. And Kevin, if you see any interesting comments we need to, yep. to uh, address, you know, you just let me know. We'll do. Um, Mona Shores had a battle with Forest Hill Central. Right. 34-28 was the final. Uh, I thought that one was going to be a lot um, more wide open, but uh, they win. Okemos beats Jackson. Thirty-one to twenty-two, which the end of the run for Jackson. Exactly, good story. Yeah, real Cinderella. good story, and that surprised me. But again, we're sleeping on Okemos. I think is what is is well, what was happening. Also, and that was part of the reason that we talked about that earlier in the season. Kind of that Jackson had moved away from those Lansing area teams right. where they'd had such a struggle right. for so long, yep. and into the Southeast Conference, and we weren't sure. You know, kind of when we're stacking those two up against each other, the CAC and and the the SEC. Uh, you know how how they ranked. Well, I guess this. Kind Kind of shows us because Okemos, I think, was third, maybe in, yeah. in the CAC blue. Yeah, yeah, they were six yeah. and three. Yep, uh, and they had a run there where you know they beat Everett and Ledge and Waverly and Menominee right. and Holt, and they had that run. Lost to East Lansing only by three, though. Uh, and then you know, and that was, uh, and then tonight in in the playoffs, they they get their win. Um, so so good on Okemos. They're going to play Portage Northern, who beat up on Central and. That, Surprising. We, I took. I think most of us took Central. I think it was maybe John in our predictions who took Northern. So, so good on them. Down Flushing. Uh, we talked about that already, and we talked about yours. Wall Lake Western beat up on Fenton. Yep. Fenton's a team that you know. After what I saw them do to Swartz Creek, I felt like, wow, maybe Fenton here is, is for real because I didn't know if they were going to be players at all this year. Um, but the way they kind of were playing at the end of the season, and the way Wall Lake Western, it seemed like was just. Uh, a mess. Yeah. 
they, well, it looks like they got together here. Walled Lake Western team had. Yeah. And it was just a matter of oh, getting well, it to mesh and getting it to, yeah, yeah, getting it to come all, all together at the same time. I thought it was interesting that the entire night, and, and for obvious reasons, a lot of times when you're at a playoff game, they'll be, you know, telling, you know, they'll be updating the score from the other side of the bracket. Yeah. They weren't. They were updating the score from East and Brandon right. all night long. And it was interesting to listen, to, you know, because there were some groans because yeah. East is the rival. But I think there was a genuine happiness when, when they announced the final score because East won that game, right? South Lion East? Yes. Oh, they're in what? Division Division 3? Three? 3. I'll pull it up. You caught. You got ahead of me. All right. There. Since you're looking that up, yeah, go uh, ahead. we got a, a inquiry about um, Breckenridge. 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 Uh, what do you think about What do you think about them this year? All right. Well, that's. Uh, I think I know where Breckenridge is. Yeah. Let me. Let me. I got. <laughs> well, I have. I have not seen the Huskies play this year. And the okay, Huskies. No, they're playing tomorrow. So Frankfurt and Breckenridge are getting tomorrow. Getting together okay. tomorrow. Gotcha. Uh, One o'clock game. So he's yeah. They're nine and zero. Yep. Uh, taking on a Frankfurt team that's five and four, a team yep. that kind of just got in. Yeah, we're talking D eight football here, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, again, you know, that Mount Pleasant area has got Mount Pleasant, which is unbeaten. Yeah, Alma, which has one loss. Yeah, Ithaca, which has one yeah. loss. Breckenridge, which was undefeated. Yeah, and, and Brec- Claire, which had one loss. Yeah, Breckenridge has been a beast. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yep. now, I mean, looking at their their scores now. You know, forty-one nothing, fifty-one nothing, sixty-one nothing, thirty-six nothing. The Vesterberg had to forfeit. Thirty twelve, nineteen nothing, forty-five to nothing. They had a twenty nineteen yep. win over Beaverton to open the season, and it's been all and, just beast mode since then. Right, and Beaverton ended up being one of the co-champs in the Jackpine, I believe. Right. So, so yeah, that I like them. <clears throat> to answer yeah. your question, I like them. Uh, and Breckenridge has really benefited uh, when when a lot of the old Central State teams went to the Tri Valley Conference with Ithaca and St. Louis, so forth, um, and they were left, and they ended up joining the MSAC, I believe, and that's been a good fit for them, especially as their population has has dwindled because you know, good 15 years ago they were a B school, and now they're down to Division Eight. So as that population has kind of dropped precipitously over the last decade and a half they've really found a fit for themselves in in the the, the mid-state uh activities conference i believe is what it is yeah um you know carson city crystal was right there with them i believe in the msac and i think that that loss was carson's only loss maybe yeah south line east won tonight 22 yes. 15 over Ordenville brandon yeah oh. all right uh, i saw a crazy score i just want to throw out there and uh, I'm giving props to them because I, I, I we, we, I went to, we went to cover them not too long ago, and that's St. Clair. Mm-hmm. They put up 70 tonight on Yale, 70 to 34. They're going to take on North Branch, who beat Croswell Lexington 44-41 tonight. Yale to college. So, so <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, St. Clair, man. Uh, shout outs to the Saints. Um, you know that whole area right there is, um, you know. They're just not going to get love. Great baseball. We're always going to talk St. Clair when it comes to uh, some of the spring sports and things like that. Um, St. Clair Shores uh, Lakeshore went down tonight mm-hmm. uh, to Port here on Northern. Port here on Northern, another team. Their fans have been coming out big yep. this season, telling them that we need to give the Huskies love. And that's one of those defensive teams we've talked about a yeah. little bit on the last couple of weeks. You know, with Gross Point South yep. and and De La Salle yep. and and those kind of teams that kind of win in close to the vest games, so they're not 
putting up the gaudy numbers, but a defense that's very, very, very stingy. Yeah, and, and Lake, that's kind of been how they've been winning. And Lakeview and Roseville had a battle. Lakeview won forty-one yeah. thirty-two. So um, Lakeview and Northern next week. That'll be yeah. that's good. You know, Lakeview, one of those schools we uh, that just is typically always strong. Yep, just real strong. What'd you have to say, Kev? No, I'm just looking at uh, some of these scores, yeah. and there, there's a couple OT games that have oh, yeah. really, really yep. caught my eye, and uh, you know some of them are right here up in the in the Mid Michigan area. Sure. That that, uh, that I've been looking at here. Um, we got uh, where is it? Uh, Wayne Ams, uh, Reed City, uh, mm-hmm. Reed City. I believe won. Mm-hmm. Uh, they blew out their competition. They shut them out. I'm looking for the score. Forty-two here. nothing over Benzie Central. Yep, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is correct. We talked Reed City D5. on the podcast yeah. a little bit uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a couple uh, uh, big games mm-hmm. um, going on. Yeah, D5, Catholic and Olivet went to the wire. 22-21, Lansing Catholic wins. Um, that is a team that I think is going to be uh, a force still to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, They're going to take on a good Portland team who beat over at LC 33-19. That D5 is interesting. There was Very a lot of trickle-down yeah. effect. There's a lot of good teams, and I think we're going to have a lot of really good games. There might have been a couple blowouts tonight. I'm really shocked that uh, we covered the Harper Woods Macomb Luther North game tonight because the Luther North people, I'll give them credit, they were hit, they were hit as hard that they right. were for real. Uh, but I think we're now going to see how good Harper Woods is. Yeah, they win fifty-two to thirteen in that one, and Harper Woods is a team that uh, I think took a season for them to really get together here. One of the shockers is the other game we're going to have on State Champs and that was the fact that King and River Rouge 7-6. to six. Mm-hmm. Defensive battle yep. and the fact that Detroit King back-to-back week scores 8 and 7 points yeah. respectively. That's There's a something high-scoring offense. Yeah. There, there might be one of those situations where the tape is out on a certain thing or a certain, you know, scheme that they've got going that was so effective early in the season and whatever you know that's one of those piggyback things that whatever Cass was able to do to them maybe River Rouge was able to do to them as well to, yeah. to slow them down and obviously it helps that River Rouge has that had that defense with the two big defensive ends particularly that were able to kind of probably set a picket fence a little bit yeah. on, on the edges right but I mean you know again uh, King's gonna have to put more points on the board if they're gonna expect to uh, to, yeah. to get as far as they want to go, and that is the state finals. Uh, and so it will be interesting to see how that thing plays out moving forward. Um, but uh, if we talk in Mr. Football Race, Cameron Martinez had 295 yards again tonight. Uh, he is clearly above and beyond everybody else right now. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to see a lot in these next few weeks. Um, but And Muskegon actually had a little bit of a scare tonight. I mean, this was not a blowout there. uh their score. Well, East it, Grand Rapids did that to them yeah, early in the season, it's, it's, if you remember. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great rivalry, great yep. team, uh, you know, great program. They're always going to play play to the end. But um, yeah, uh, we ha- we haven't sent the trophy out for engraving, but we made sure the engraver knows how to spell Cameron. <laughs> yes, exactly. Forty two thirty five was the final in in that one in Division three action. Uh, Zealand East all over Lakeshore, Stevensville Lakeshore, fifty six to seven. They're going to take uh, most likely will play Zealand West again, which was yep. a great game just yep. a couple of weeks ago. Um, we had those highlights on State Champs if you want to check it out. Um, 
as we're kind of uh, skimming through here. DeWitt continues to roll. They That's beat, a machine. Yeah, they, yeah, they, and, you know, and they're going to take in East Lansing now, which was a team that started out really great, yep. kind of had a little bit of uh, you know some some work to do. It looks like they have right of the ship. They win yep. tonight, uh, you know, and it's always nice when you can grind one out early. Uh, I'm not really particularly familiar too much with Hazlitt and how right. good they were this year, but I saw East Lansing for the in Week One against Divine Child, mm. and they look great. They got a great running game, a great running back. Um, but DeWitt right now looks like they really are a team that is um, a, a force, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, you know, at the bottom of the bracket, you know, we're going to have another good game between Trenton and Allen Park next yeah. week. They're, those two are going to get together uh, to take on, you know, w- Woods Tower all over Garden City, 47-7. Uh, I believe that's where their run will end as they face King next week. Uh, but you never know. Uh, if King doesn't put up more than seven points, somebody's going to sneak up and beat them. Uh, so we'll have to see how that how that plays out moving forward. Well, but here's, here's a good go ahead. good. Uh, Second week matchup between two very very good defenses in Mount Pleasant and Cedar Springs. Yes, could be a three nothing game. This yes. is what, three two like uh, last two years. <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. Nah, but yeah, but those are two two teams that are very much predicated. Now both of them had you know opponents that were I believe they both had five and four opponents this week. Yeah, in, in Petoskey and Gaylord. Yeah, so in you know so the scores are a little lopsided. But neither of these teams have really been you know run up the score kind of. Uh, Kind of teams they've been very much predicated on their defenses and yeah and uh, so that 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 should be a good defensive matchup next week. I did get a text that we're going to have uh, Detroit Catholic Central head coach Dan Anderson on at eleven thirty. So uh, we'll we'll send him the link that he can join. He might even be able to join his video. So he's going to use his phone and we'll see. Uh, how, how it works. I do want to shout out Chelsea tonight, who beats Groziel. Groziel was a team that uh, was playing as good as anyone uh, in that particular uh, in Division Four and uh, winning their league. Uh, Milan blank Detroit Cody tonight, thirty-six nothing. So Milan and Chelsea will get together next week for the district championship. That's going to be interesting. Country Day all over cent- center line tonight. We're talking Division Four. Uh, I already mentioned uh, St. Clair and what they did. Powers Catholic beat Lake Odessa mm-hmm. Lakewood. Good win. Williamson over Goodrich. So Looked like it was a great game, 35-28. Pawpaw over Three Rivers. Edwardsburg does what Edwardsburg does. They blank playing well, 45-0. I see Edwardsburg uh, probably rolling all the way to the state finals. We'll see. South Christian's going to want to have a hand in that. They beat Godwin Heights. Holland Christian beat Otsego really big, 53-13. Grand Rapids Catholic Central again playing Grand Rapids CC football, beating Spring Lake 59-7. And Whitehall over Allendale, 38-33. We had some really close games. Games and some really good games, um, but uh, and Alma over Big Rapids tonight. Let they'll pick on the winner of Ludington and Escanaba tomorrow, so well, that'll I, be interesting. I think maybe that Pawpaw Three Rivers. I think we were all kind of in, envisioning after Edwardsburg, yeah. beat Three Rivers in the regular season that we would kind of end up S- having them yes, meet again in the playoffs. Not like happening. this happened, yeah, that's not happening because that Pawpaw took care of that. So. All right, well, we're just getting started here on uh, the Extra Point Podcast. we got another hour to go, and again, this is uh, just what we wanted to do. We said we were going to do something live, uh, something that you guys could interact with us. We, we are getting comments. Um, we're on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube Live. Uh, so a lot of stuff coming out now, and uh, we'll kind of react to some of the stuff that you guys are, are talking about. We'll answer some of your questions. We're going to take a break and just kind of look at and see where we are. Uh, but uh, again, thank you guys for participating. I 
I know you guys are fired up. It's week one of the football playoffs. Great stuff. Remember, state champs will air this Sunday at 9 a.m., a very spooky edition, a Halloween edition, and uh, it's... Um, it should be a lot of fun. So uh, we'll be back. We're just going to take a quick timeout, and we'll be back, and we'll talk more about what's happening in the first round of the MHSAA playoffs. Scott Bernstein will be joining us here in a few minutes. We're going to kind of talk a little bit about Hungry Howie's Mr. Football as well. So stick with us. We'll be back. a dermatologist and though a lot of universities tried to recruit me for basketball Lawrence Tech had the science curriculum that I wanted. LTU Southfield campus is a great place to learn and the classes are small enough that I don't have to wait for office hours to talk to my professors. They're usually right by my side challenging me and guiding me toward a successful future. Lawrence Tech possible is everything. Today we'd like to talk to you about the MHSAA's Legacy Officiating Program. The Legacy Officials Program gives high school students their first taste of officiating, helping them literally earn their stripes working junior high, middle school, and sub-varsity contests. All Legacy Officials have a local sponsor, a mentor, a veteran official who helps arrange games and observes and critiques their work. Legacy officials learn about the time it takes to study, practice, improve their officiating skills, and about the time commitment their adult counterparts put into their work. The program helps them better understand the rules of the game, the role of officials, and the importance of sportsmanship. It's also not a bad way for a high school kid to earn a little money. Every year, legacy officials are honored at the MHSAA's annual Officials Awards and Alumni Banquet, where one graduating senior is awarded a modest college scholarship. Since its inception, nearly 2,000 students have taken part in the legacy program, with between 100 and 150 participants in any given year, and we can always use more. To learn more about the MHSAA's legacy officiating program, or to become a game official, visit MHSAA.com. There's help wanted, just whistle. I ordered two large Howie Mowies with butter cheese crust. Wow, you are one serious breast cancer awareness supporter. Warrior for love, hope, and pizza. Can't seem to reach my wallet. Flavor fanatics love us because for every pizza sold in October, a portion goes to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Now get a medium one-topping pizza for a dollar when you buy a large one-topping pizza at regular menu price. Hungry? Howie's! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Extra Point Live. It is the first weekend, the first night of the Michigan High School football playoffs. I can't believe we're here already. It's insane that uh, we are already talking playoffs. Team, se team seasons are already done. Uh, but uh, I know that you guys, oh, Matt Mowry's here with us. 
Uh, and Scott Bernstein will be here in a little bit. Um, I do want to kind of talk a little bit about you guys. You know, on, on uh, Facebook Live, you guys are, are commenting and stuff. Um, I'll just randomly look at some of the comments. Uh, Tyler Jewell, you ask, who do you think is going to win the D1 championship? So uh, that's an interesting question because, again, we talked a little bit earlier in the uh, podcast about what kind of a gauntlet you're going to have yeah. to run. I saw Cast Tech last week uh, completely – uh, beat. Hey, what's up? Here he is, Scott Bernstein, ladies Man, and gentlemen. All right, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, I saw Cast Tech completely dominate King last week. Right. Uh, I felt they're clicking on all cylinders. We're talking. The question we're having right now is uh, that one of the guys is who has got kind of the edge right now in Division One. So, with the fact that I say Cast Tech uh, is. Uh, is right up there. I want to say that uh, Catholic Central, who I saw tonight, who won big 49-28 over Canton. Stevie and, Walker might have won the war, but Catholic yeah. Central yeah. won the well, war. Well, and again, sorry, uh, Stevie Walker might have won the battle, but Catholic Central won the well, war. Well, yeah. the interesting thing is, first half, yes. Uh, he had, uh, I think it was like a 65-yard touchdown from scrimmage. He had over 100 yards the first half. Ended up having over 200 yards, but it was 49-14 yeah, at saw, the start of the fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it really was all Catholic Central. But if we're talking D1, I'm, I'm just coming from, you know, ground zero. Yeah. Right. The defending Division One uh, champion, uh, Clarkson Wolves. And yes. They, they, uh, they handled Lake Orion. Uh, I yeah. know uh, two weeks ago, um, Lake Orion played them real tough, only mm -hmm. lost by 10. Um, this game was really... Uh, all Clarkson from about the end of the uh, second half on. Clarkson had a really big um, goal line stand in the final seconds of of the uh, uh, of the first half that propelled them to a 30 to seven win. Um, the bad news is that Garrett Dellinger uh, is out for the year, Ooh. and he's out for basketball season two. Ooh. Uh, had shoulder surgery a couple days ago, nah, that's and is going to be healing for the next six months. Yeah, good um, luck to him. So it was uh, Rocco Spindler show. Um, had eight tackles, a sack, uh, the big fourth down stop on the goal line uh, with, with about four or five seconds left in, in the first half to prevent uh, Lake Orion from going in to make it 21-14 and said it was 21-7. Uh, Kent State commit Tristan Matson three field goals in the second half, 45-37-30. Uh, um, so, you know, you got, you know, when you have the kind of wealth of riches um, that you have over in K-Rich land, <laughs> yeah. fortunately um, for them, losing someone like Dellinger for other teams might be a, uh, you know, a real game changer going forward. And it's still going to affect Clarkson, right. no doubt, to lose someone, you know, a six, seven, three hundred pounder in the middle. Yeah. But they, they have a, a, a many other playmakers. So did they flip Rocco to left tackle? Because yeah. he's been playing right tackle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, obviously, you want your blind side. And then Brendan Barker, their senior linebacker, who, who uh, you know, you want to talk about a, just a huge step up for a senior year. Every game I've seen, he's been, you know, outside of Dellinger and Spindler, um, he's been the best defender. He had 15 tackles um, and a, fu a forced uh, force fumble tonight. Right. Right. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, too. In, in my game, uh, we had a uh, scoop and score. Uh, 70, it was a 70-yard fumble recovery. Actually, CC did it twice. It was, uh, it was uh, Brewer. Oh, Jonathan okay. Brewer. Yeah, Jonathan okay. Brewer. is a 70-yard. It was a cam fumble. Walker fumbled into the end zone in the, uh, I think it was the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, and, again, Genrich was field general running, a couple of uh, pass plays. Uh, you know, the real kind of uh, another, you know, Thing for the store of Cole Price, four touchdowns tonight uh, for CC. So CC looked really, really good. 
West Bloomfield apparently looked really, really good. Yeah, they, they put a they stop put up, on Plymouth. Yeah, so uh, both Plymouth and Canton go down. Uh, it should be an exciting district final. West yeah. Bloomfield, Catholic Central. And we again, it's a cliche, but contrast the styles. Right. Yeah. Kind of more of a finesse team versus a, a smash mouth team. Yeah. Um, great offense. Uh, on West Bloomfield's match with some you know big time defenders on the other side of the ball against that that power attack that that that, that the Catholic Central runs. I was really impressed too how Catholic Central handled Darius Robinson tonight because that's a big man on that D line. They ran they, yeah, yeah tall and uh, and he's pretty athletic. In fact, he made a really nice catch. Uh, playing the tight end position uh, later in the game. Um, and I so, think one, one more thing yeah. that was really a, a positive, a feather in, in Clarkson's cap is every other game I've seen them, Ballette and Hansetter, their one-two punch in the backfield, has be, have been the catalysts. Today, to Lake Orion's credit, they pretty much uh, neutralized Ballette and, and Hansetter. They both got off one big run of about, you know, uh, Bilek got off like a 25-yarder and Hansetter got off like a 30-yarder. But outside of that, they were both under 75 yards. Um, Jake Jensen threw for a buck 40, uh, uh, scored on a, uh, on a 22-yard scramble, and then hit Josh Luther, another kid that's been stepping up big time as a senior, as both a wide receiver and a cornerback. Uh, Luther intercepted Lake Orion um, in the first quarter, and then uh, about three plays later, uh, Jake Jensen hit him on a 60-yard bomb. Well, I'll tell you, when we're talking Division One, the other team we're going to have to give love is is to Chip Valley. Chip Valley. We know yeah. that. They won 34-7 to yep. tonight. They're going to have a rematch with Dakota again. Uh, Dakota beats Romeo 21-17. to uh, All right. All right. Looks like we have our first coach on the line ready to, spot to talk to us. And it is uh, South Lions coach. There he is. Do you see us, sir? I can. All right. Isn't this fantastic? What we can do with technology, it's amazing, isn't it? Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Well, you got to be feeling pretty good tonight. Uh, obviously, it's been a storybook season. Uh, just talk about uh, the the battle tonight that you guys had because uh, there were no gimmies out there tonight. No, not at all. You know, Dexter was a, a really good team, and uh, you know they showed up ready to play. Uh, and, you know, it was a true test, and you know battled it all the way down to the end. You guys have been winning games close all year. I mean, uh, you know, a, a lot of that ten and zero start is grit and resolve and uh, just kind of intestinal fortitude. You know, to talk about this group of players, like we've said in the past, they're not they're not going to wow anyone. You're not going to walk into a South Lion game and and see a bunch of blue chippers. They're just good football players, and that goes a long way yeah, at the high school level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we really do. Uh, I think we are the essence of a team. You know, we don't really have any superstars. We had, uh, just like tonight, we had our best running back go down with an injury, and, you know, two other guys stepped in and filled in nicely for him. You know, and it's just a credit to our kids. You know, a coach a long time ago said to me, uh, winning at the high school level just takes a bunch of kids believing in the same thing, and that's what our kids are doing right now. They believe in each other, and they believe in what we're doing. Hey, Jeff, was there a point at which you first noticed that belief in your kids? You know, I, I really, I think it went back to game one, uh, you know, when we, we really were down by a couple scores and, and just battled back, uh, you know, to win it at the, with, uh, as time expired. I think that was when I noticed it. Um, you know, and then all offseason, our kids did a great job of just buying into what we were, what we were uh, selling and, you know, committed to, to a great off season in the weight room and, and uh, you know, even into the summer. So People don't know, South Lion was 1-8 and eight last year. They started 13 yep. sophomores, is that correct? That's Three correct, yep. lines. 
And so, yep. yeah, you, you got m more heavy doses of the jungle. Yeah. You know, obviously, this, this run's not over with yet, but you got 13 kids that started as sophomores that will be seniors next year. So you can kind of keep this train rolling no matter what happens in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we have a, a really good junior class, and uh, our senior class uh, complements them very well. You know, and, uh, you know, we got another bunch of other young players coming up, too, that are sophomores uh, for next year. Hey, Coach, you know, we, we all – one of the things that makes it such a great story is the fact that you had Coach Grignon leaving uh, after the, you know, the year. He's going over, to, you know, Wildlife Western. So you guys – and it was kind of late in the, in the game, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys, you know, are saying, hey, guys, this is what we do. I'm assuming you guys still shake the milk jugs there, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've been in the jungle in a while, so uh, but I remember you know that's always the indelible image. Um, so did you see something right away in the summer that, uh, uh, or was there a particular moment this season that you were like, wow, these kids might be doing something really special this year? Yeah, I think it was the Lakeland game. You know, that was yeah. a big statement game for us. Uh, you know, and we we marked it and made it a statement game, and, and our kids rose to the occasion and. You know, our word of the week was bold that week, and we were going to come out and make a bold statement that we were for real and South Lion football was for real. We're talking with Coach Jeff Henson, the head coach of uh, South Lion. So, well, Coach, again, you know, a great win tonight. Uh, let's go ahead and kind of uh, look forward. I'm trying to pull up where they're uh, – I don't know if – uh, when, when Lauren's looking. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Jeff, but uh, local um, local media member – Picked you guys to win the win the whole the whole uh, enchilada this week. Uh, oh. uh, is that uh, the type of expectations you guys have? I mean, obviously you're you're, you're taking it game by game, but um, yeah. is this is this the type of group that is just you know uh, the epitome of hungry in the playoffs right now? No, uh, I mean I, I'm going to give you the coach speak. We're we're yeah. taking one week at a time, and you know, but uh, you know, I you know anybody's got a chance, and why not us? You know, you know, our, our kids believe in what we do. They believe in each other. And, uh, you know, why not us? So it's going to be Wall Lake Western round two. Yep. Uh, that's where we're going yep. to be, which, which will be interesting. It'll be at your house. Uh, so Again. Uh, again, yeah, exactly. And, and Wall Lake Western, you know, is, again, a, a team with a ton of talent. Uh, you guys know that. Uh, they beat a really kind of surging Fenton team. Uh, we talked a lot yep. about uh, what Fenton was able to do at, against Swartz Creek in their house. Um, so what do you anticipate? What, let me, well, let me ask you this. What about the last time that you guys played? What, what was the game plan that, that was so effective that you guys were able to come out on top? Well, I mean, we were able to run the ball effectively uh, against them the first time around. And, and defensively, we were able to force you know Sam to – to get rid of the ball, you know, when he didn't want to, we put some pressure on him, and uh, we were able to make some plays on defense uh, when we played him the first time around. So I think that was the big difference. Okay, hey, coach, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. I know it's late, big win tonight. So uh, congratulations. I know you guys are will will be celebrating, and uh, I think South Lion East won too. Yeah, they won. Yeah, so the whole they whole town yeah. is celebrating. So. And hey, football is alive and well in South Lyon. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and the kind of cool thing is that uh, everybody can root because you're in two different divisions. Everybody yeah. can root for, for each off, other. They, they knocked off a league champ. Yeah, yeah. Ortonville-Brandon. Yeah, exactly. Now they'll have to go yep. on against Farmington next week, so it'll be interesting. So, again, congratulations, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Hopefully we'll be talking to you at Ford Field. How about that? Absolutely. <laughs> One Thank week you guys. at a time. All right, we'll see you, yep. Coach. All go right. Lions. Yeah, yep. right on. Take care.
I'm old enough to remember uh, when Southline was there in 96. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think it was not 95. 95, 95, yeah. That was the last time they were this. That they yep. had a 10-0 start. And Bob Shalosky, the coach, who oh, the old yeah. coach, he was there in the end zone today and nice. kind of watching over. And I was joking with, with Jeff. I lived in South Lyon for a while when I first moved down here. And when you, at this point in the season, can drive past Irwin's Apple Orchard. I was going to say, most underrated Apple Orchard in, in Metro Detroit. empty. And you go past the South Lyon Hotel, and I'm sure that was empty yeah that's a good feeling when everybody is inside the jungle and that place is rocking and yep. it got going a couple of times tonight when there were some key plays and it 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 can be a snake pit we've mentioned yeah, that yeah, before yeah. that can Everyone. be one of those places it's hard to win i mean it is I yeah mean, the, the tradition speaks for itself yep. no it's, doubt it's the no jungle. doubt no doubt and when you're undefeated like this you can imagine the the aura that you know what I mean. This they're gaining, con- they're gaining confidence yeah. every when Guns week. Guns and Roses song nope. cranks nope. up, yeah. you know, nope. right at the I mean, beginning of the. Uh, it's really amazing. It is it, it, not that they're in the playoffs, not that they won a game, but they're sitting right. ten and zero. Yeah, um, right. You know, it's one of those after things one that, and eight. Yeah, it's right. one of those things. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season, I wouldn't have believed it. Well, and this That's is the story, and I was going to have Jeff told it, tell it if 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 he had time, but they faced off against Dexter in seven on sevens. Did I tell this earlier? You did. You did. Yeah, yeah. But. Nobody, neither of them thought, oh, you know, we'll yeah. see you guys yeah, in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in three months yeah, in the yeah. playoffs. But magical seasons for both yeah, of them. Nice and man. and Alex Hurdon said it when he, you know, I talked to him after, right before they were going to play South Lion. He knew they were going to be better. Jeff said it. We knew we were going to be better for all the reasons that you said, for all those youngsters, all the kids that kind of took a, a whipping last year and, and then they came back this year with more experience. I don't think anybody envisioned this, though. I, I missed the what happened with Ian Goins. Ian Goins uh, got twisted an ankle, and then they, they finished off the drive when he when he got hurt, and they had um, they had uh, Dominic Santoni came in, and, and they didn't miss a beat, and then he got hurt. And so they were down to their, their third string, Mitch Gomerus was in, and he was doing pretty well, and I think he got nicked. So it was one of those where I, I saw think Mitch run against uh, yeah. Mott, and he looked good. Yeah. So it was Goins carted off or just? No, no, he tried to come back. They, they taped up the ankle, retaped it, okay. and it was just one of those where you could kind of tell he tried the first drive of the second half to give it a go, and you could tell it was just one. I think it was one of those where he couldn't push off like he was wanted to and really plant the foot and get upfield. And that's really, I mean, he's a very shifty kind of one-cut runner, yeah. and that's that's the thing. If you Ian, can't make that one cut, then then it, you lose your effectiveness as a runner. And Santoni and, and Commerce are both bigger guys than than Ian is and, and more, more power runners kind of. In, Goins inside. is the Phil Stewart of Lakes Valley. I mean, very it's almost much, I, the stories much, yeah. are almost identical, other than Goins was the starter coming into this season. They, they're they're uh, very similar build, very similar running style, um, and I, I I won't necessarily peg Goins as a D1 guy like I, I, I peg Stewart as a, just a supersonic sleeper special for a Mac school to come in and take this kid. But Goins is the type of kid a D2 program uh, could come in and scoop this kid up. He could be a star in, in the GLIAC. Yeah, he had... 69 yards on the first drive alone on five carries and it was one of those where he was going to go off and then midway through the next drive was when he got hurt um they ended up scoring on that drive on an 11 yard touchdown pass and they kind of you know it was was one of those where you could tell it's like uh what do we do for a second and so then they threw the ball a couple of times and then you know they reestablished the run but that's really been kind of their basis kind of run to set up the pass and and they've done a very good job of that and Forcasi does, yeah. does a good job uh, under center for uh, South Lion too. Connor, it's a second year start, and he's only yeah. a junior. Yeah. yeah.
So this is the Extra Point Live podcast, y'all. So uh, we are here just kind of doing this thing. Uh, we started at 1030. And, uh, what's, yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we want to find out what time. Uh, again, we, we're going to have a few coaches. we got Dan Anderson from Catholic Central coming on at 1130. And uh, Scott's going to be texting Kurt Richardson from Clarkson so we can get him on. Uh, and you heard from Jeff Henson from South Lion just a few moments ago, uh, just so we can give you guys uh, something a little different. Uh, what something we didn't talk about tonight so far? A little D2, little D two action. Brother Rice beats Churchill twenty seven to good fourteen. Win. Yep, good win. yep. And uh, I kind of called that. I think I, I had you know. I love. I, we I liked it. also I Brooks. It. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think we did. We all pick it. I, we might. Have. I'm trying. I'm trying uh, yeah, to remember. I, got, back I to have the... the panel prognostication right here. So. Uh, they were up that whole game pretty much. Yeah, they? yeah. you know what? We you took Churchill. Did I? And so did John. It was uh, me, Scott, and Sean who took uh, took that. But hey, uh, Churchill had a great season. So they were going to be a formidable opponent. And Rice, we didn't know what they were going to be. Groves sure. beat Seaholm again. Yeah, 35-14. So we're going to have Rice and Groves. That should be uh, next yeah. week. That so should be. Third, was it be the third year they played in the? Playoffs? Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, you have Bedford all over Crestwood tonight, which I think, you know, Crestwood, amazing season. Crestwood uh, crested. Yeah, they crested. Then, yeah. yeah, 55-21, though, in that one. So Bedford draws 55. Franklin beats Roosevelt 38-14. So Franklin, again, a team that uh, uh, got all the way to the state finals a year ago. People forget Calvert that. Calvert Express. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, so they will take on Bedford in that, and that will be interesting. We'll have Port Huron Northern and St. Clair Shores Lakeview uh, getting together next week as they both won. Who does King get? Uh, King gets um, their Division Three. The oh, King gets uh, Fortson. Yeah. Okay. That's no. Be, no. no, that's Division One. Uh, Fortson gets Cast Tech. Uh, of, uh, oh, they get uh, tr- the winner of. Um, oh, they get Warren Woods Tower. Yes. Warren Woods Tower, be Garden City. Yes, go of ahead. King and uh, yeah. Rouge. Rouge. Yeah. You want to check out the highlights right now? I do. Let's do it. All right. So here we go. So we got uh, we got some clips here. This is some of the action that took place today between King and Rouge. Seven Manny six. Yeah. Yep. There he is, Emmanuel Ferguson, uh, getting the ball deep in for Rouge, and then they looks like they were going to punch it in, and they lose it. That's exactly what Walker did in, against Catholic Central today. So they had an opportunity to get a touchdown there early, didn't get it. Mathis going to the air here. That was probably Finn. still early. I'm so, Mathis. Finn, yes, exactly. They got a great receiving core. Mm-hmm. Johnny Kidd shooting this game. You always get great, great, great footage when you get that. So Finn gets in. Or at least you got a first time. It's hard to tell if they're going to be uh, scoring a We don't have any script on this, so we're just watching clips. Nice play. There's the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game, obviously, at King tonight, a 5-30 start. So, again, though, the final in this one, 7-6. Seven 7-6. Seven six. Six. Oh, look at that. That was a great pick. He oh, and lost he it. pulls no. the ball. And they got the touchdown. Oh, they got in. Oh, and that's how they got their six points. Didn't get, didn't get the uh, PAT. That's Who correct. caught that? Who's twenty-two, 22 on Rouge? For Rouge? That was, that was sweet. See, I find it. Yeah. Oh, they went for the fake. They went for the fake to try to get it, make it eight-seven. You know, that's not a bad play in the way that you want to try to take that two-point lead because your defense is playing so well. Look at it. It's a shame that this had to be a first-round game. I know. Yusuf Abdul Aziz is okay. the middle linebacker, oh, our okay. L linebacker for. Great, great uh, and they gave they gave King everything they can handle. Yeah, no yep. doubt about it. Yeah, you feel bad. I mean, here's Roos. It's typically a D four team playing right. Division three. King, which is typically a D two team, uh, playing D3. three. And so, uh, just because of geography, they meet in the first round. And um, you know, again, it's like D one. You know, 
especially at the bottom half of that bracket, you're going to have to run the gauntlet. You're going to play great teams every week. D3 and, is uh, packed this year. Yeah, and D3 is packed. And uh, you just want to be, you just want to hope that you're not on the Muskegon side. Although, I will say this. Muskegon BT Grand Rapids 42-35. Good game. Yep. Kind of a scare. Um, we haven't talked a whole lot about Mount Pleasant this year, but we know that they're really good. Oilers? Yeah, yeah. and they beat Petoskey tonight 35-6. They're going to take on Cedar Springs, who spanked mm-hmm. Gaylord 46-7. <coughs> so, coming out of that, Muskegon's going to play Grand Rapids Christian next week. I, I don't have an issue that they're going to get through that one fairly easy, but if it's Mount Pleasant and Muskegon for the regional title, that could be a challenge. Well, and the one thing that we haven't talked about a lot, we've talked so much all season long about Muskegon's enormous offensive line and all of their weapons. The one thing we haven't talked about is that they have given up some points on defense yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. You know, and whether it be, you know, late in game sometimes yeah. as, as has been sometimes the case. Building where depth. Yeah, yeah. Where they're building depth, but they have had some shootout games where they've had to. Now that's not uh, if you know if we're looking down the road to a, yeah. Mount Ple- a possible Mount Pleasant or Cedar Springs. Both of those, as we talked about earlier, are more predicated on defense. Right. But I don't think anyone's going to totally stop that Muskegon offense. That's almost impossible. No way. It's not but happen. if you can slug with them a little bit. You have enough Give offense, a puncher's chance. and you can limit their their offense just a little bit. You might be getting a game with them now. Do I think anyone's going to beat them? Yeah, I mean, I, again, I still think they're the class of the it, entire they're her state. state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, it's I like think, last year. I, I mean, think they, they could have some scares. Yeah, but I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Zealandies could yep. give them a game. Yep. Zealandies you know? is another team that's got he, a very good. He scores fifty six tonight over. Yeah. Steve, you yeah. know, beat Stevensville Lakes for fifty six seven. Uh, they're going to face the winner of St. Joseph Zealand West, which is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, Zealand East in the uh, state semifinal. Uh, should that one happen, uh, yep. could give Muskegon a run. Because when you get in the state semifinals, you know what's happening. Right. There could be seven, eight, nine inches of snow yeah. on the ground. And your neutral, neutral site. And yeah. your neutral site. So, uh, yeah. So so we'll see how things uh, play out. But I also Muskegon, heard, the beast. I heard that um, in the Adams-Lakeland game, Lakeland came out on top. They'll play yeah, in overtime. Clarkston in, mm-hmm. uh, in the district finals that uh, – uh, Adams quarterback uh, Carter Ferris broke his arm Ooh. in the second quarter, so Ooh. Adams was without their quarterback uh, yeah. for the second half. Uh, I believe he's a junior, so he's coming back. I think so. Well, some interesting things. Some of the things we haven't talked about: uh, Division Six, Ithaca goes down in Week One of the playoff. They lose to Millington, fifty yeah. to thirty-three, uh, which is a real shock. Montrose shuts out Hemlock, fifty-four to zip. So okay. it's going to be two teams that put up 50 tonight next yeah. week. The M&M will be alive and well. Millington and Montrose for the district championship in Division Six. So that's a shocker. What's not a shocker is Jackson Lumen Christie pounding right. away. They beat Napoleon 52-30. Michigan Center all over Grass Lake. That's a game you'll see on state champs this week. Uh, they win 35-6. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take on uh, Lumen Christie. That'll be interesting. Uh, Brooklyn, Columbia Central, 61 points tonight over uh, over Quincy, 61-27. Blissfield beats Hillsdale, 21-10. I, I want to give a little. Lo- I want to give a little love to uh not just for his uh, ability on the football field but for his uh his his quick wittedness on on Twitter uh Khalil uh Dossie, the the cornerback from Birmingham Grove he's going to Harvard really one of the most underrated 
um, defensive backs in the state. It really doesn't get a lot of love. Um, I've seen some uh, uh, charts and lists floating around lately of, of, of kind of a best of that, that he gets left off of. But uh, the last couple of weeks when they've played Seaholm, I've noticed some of his, uh, uh, some of his, his, his Twitter exchanges afterwards. And last <coughs> week, I guess one of the Seaholm <laughs> players tackled him and says, I like Yale better. <laughs> and he's like, that was one of the more original yeah. smack talking I've ever seen. Sure. And then, and then he says, uh, I'm just reading him now. A couple seconds ago, he said that uh, uh, you know, uh, I guess the, the Seahome uh, uh, student section was chanting Harvard dropout, Harvard dropout. And he's like, at least let me get there before you start calling me a dropout. Yeah. But uh, Khalil Doss, he's going over to the Ivy League, and uh, this year he's doing it on the offensive side of the ball as a wide receiver, slot back. He's doing it all. He's really uh, been the motor for that uh, that Groves Falcons. Um, team this year on both sides of the ball. Him and Damian McCurdy, um, Marcus Alexander at quarterback. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get back to the the hotline. We don't have a sponsor for this, so uh, but there he is. We see him. See Dan. You can figure out technology. It works. Can you hear us? Nope. Nope. Oh, he's frozen. He's frozen in time. We will come back to Dan Anderson. There he was for just a brief moment. He does exist. Oh, wait. Here he is back. There he is. There we go. What's up, Coach? How you doing? Good. How are you? All right. Did you have a nice dinner? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Good. And that was with your mother, you said? Yeah, it was with my mother. That's awesome. My my brother. Good deal. Family celebration. That's right. Big dub. Good, good, good times. Exactly. You know, it was uh, obviously a great atmosphere out there at Tom Mack Field. Uh, you know, Tom Mack was there. The got, Elm. Got they call a chance, it the Elm. Yeah, yeah. got a chance to t- talk to Tommy. One of the things I told him I thought I would never see is uh, Dave Soffrin on a CC sideline. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of got a kick out of that. But um, – uh, coach tonight, you know, really was a complete effort. I think you had to be real proud of the boys defensively and offensively. Uh, what were some a couple of the things that really stood out that uh, that you were pleased with the execution tonight from the Shamrocks? Well, I thought our effort overall was really yeah. good. Um, but defensively, especially against Stanton, yeah, with uh, their bat, uh, number four was just, I mean, I, I don't know how anybody can stop him. I know. With the offense that they run. But I thought we did a great job of slowing him down a little bit tonight. Well, you did, and you also, you know, he for, you forced a fumble in which he fumbled in the end zone there, uh, and, you know, near the start of the fourth quarter. Uh, you also uh, were able to pick up a fumble recovery, and, and the sophomore ran it all the way back uh, for a 70-yard score. That was pretty cool. Um, how do you feel, you know, it's hard for your team to come back. You know, we know what the prep bowl means to everybody, you know, right. uh, and to beat uh, De La Salle and then get him again and then fall in the championship game, you know, it, it, it's one of those soul-searching moments for the for the group. But obviously it was a rallying cry, uh, and to come out and face a good Canton team they tonight. Any, they didn't really have any time to lick their wounds. It's right. like, you know, we lost and now we're moving forward and we got the playoffs. So right. talk yeah. about this week's practice and, and how you guys, you know, felt you had to just pick yourself up and forget about it. Yeah, well, I think it's tough any time to play a team twice, let alone yeah. to play a team of the caliber of De La Salle. And uh, what we did is we came in on Sun or Monday, Ben, um, and, or yeah, Sunday. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's and, okay. And uh, we, we met with the team and we said, "Listen, that's behind us. It's now a five-game season, and we have to work each week 
and uh, get better each week and take it like that. So. Yeah. Co- well, go ahead. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Coach, I was really impressed um, talking to some of your senior captains after the De La Salle game, and, and I was talking to Ryan Burney, one of these kids I, I, I've just been very high on this whole – well, last year too, but definitely this season is uh, such a linchpin um, in your secondary, playing a little on offense. But he reminded me a little bit – I don't know if you remember or the, or the audience remembers, a couple years ago uh, the Green Bay Packers were in a little bit of a losing slide, and they went to Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers was just like – we got this. Yeah. Don't we? We Relax. got. Relax. We got this. And I remember ta- uh, t- talking to Ryan um, after the uh, after the loss last week, and he was just like, you know, it's it's already past us. We're you know, it, 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 the game ended ten minutes ago, and we're not thinking about it anymore. Um, we have a bigger fish to fry, and we're going into the playoffs, and we're going to be focused, and 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 th- there's going to be no uh, hangover from the CSHL championship going into week one of the playoffs, and obviously that proved true. Kind of, you know, talk about your senior leaders. Oh, the senior leadership has been great this year. And, uh, again, on Sunday, we, we brought the seniors in. And we, we, as a coaching staff, had a good talk with them. We, we, we like to say the heart-to-heart talk with them. And it's, we always say, we, what do you want to be remembered for? And we brought that question up again. Here's what do you guys want to be remembered for? And he, we left them alone, and they had their discussion amongst themselves. And uh, they decided that they were going to come back this week, and they were going to practice hard as they've practiced all year and get ready to play Canton. And then even tonight, after the game, we were like, you know, great game. You know, enjoy the night. We've got uh, West Bloomfield next, and the, the captains, I heard them as we were walking out the, uh, walking out of the locker room, and they said, well, you you, you got a couple of options to play it, and then we got to work at Bloomfield. So. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt because uh, Bloomfield put up 49 tonight too. So it oh, yeah. uh, a 49-14 win over Plymouth. It was interesting when you when you gathered the team together. It was almost um, uh, eerie in the fact that you know you're asking your coaches, "Hey, you got anything to say to me?" And one of the coaches was just like, "Thank you," <laughs> to the team. I mean, they pretty much executed you know exactly the the way they uh, they were told to. Um, right. So so that's phenomenal. Um, but we'll let you go on this West Bloomfield next week. I don't know what you know about them. Um, but obviously a team w- with a lot of talent. Oh, yeah, a lot of talent. I mean, you've heard all year about the D1 talent that they have, and and, and they're a great team. I mean, they, they made it to the state championship last year and lost to Clarkston by one yeah. and I, and, you know, a 3-2 game, but uh, I mean, we know we have our work cut out for us this week. We, we definitely got to come back on Sunday, regroup, and uh, get ready to play West Bloomfield. It should be a classic. Absolutely. It's going to be it's going to be rough all the way, uh, especially that bottom half of the D one bracket. Nobody gets a, a week off. It's going to be great team after great team. So good luck, Coach Dan Anderson from Detroit Catholic Central. Thanks for staying up with us and uh, and uh, uh, congratulations on a big win tonight. I think you guys are now seven and zero over Canton uh, when it yes. comes to playoff games, which is just an amazing number considering uh, again that how challenging Canton is and how explosive they are. Uh, you guys did a great job tonight, and uh, we'll have the high. Highlights this Sunday on State Champs, so uh, right. we'll, we'll catch up with you soon. And say what up to Nate for us. Nate Dog, his son, one of the best receivers in the Catholic League. No. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. All right, we'll see you, Coach. Thanks, Jeff. All right, have a good night, guys. All right, take it easy. All right, so that was Dan Anderson, the head coach of Detroit Catholic Central. Uh, big win for them.
and uh, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Go In ahead. emphatic fashion. Yes, yeah. it was. Didn't leave uh, many uh, questions. Yeah, you can watch the highlights and see that. Go ahead. I was just going to oh. go back to something that we were talking about Go ahead, earlier. real quick. We're going to take a break, but go ahead. Sure. Well, going back to Ithaca being out, yeah, uh, this yes. is the first time since 2008 they've been home for Halloween. Wow. And, yeah, and it, that was a year that they missed the playoffs. The year before that, they were out in the first round. Wow. But the TVC West did not have a good day this today. Four teams make it. Ithaca only lost to PW. Hemlock's only loss all season long was to Ithaca out in the first round. Right. Michigan Lutheran Seminary lost to Ubley in D8. Nouvelle lost to Harbor Beach in D8. The whole division, four teams, gone. So I guess that kind of shows that maybe that, that division wasn't as strong as maybe we thought it was because it just got erased wow. in one day, which which is, is bizarre because I thought, you know, looking at, at the scores and, and how they'd done, I, I picked Hemlock and I picked, obviously, Ithaca because of their, you know, tradition and, and, and knowing, you know, what kind of a program that is. But I, this is, that was just, you know, Millington obviously was a very good team that had had some tough losses. They lost to Frankenmuth, you know, and they, they it, it, but I, I think you kind of saw that when you compare the TVC West to maybe the TVC East, yeah. there's a difference in, in strength of schedule there. Yeah, that's it. This is Extra Point Live. We're going to take another timeout. We'll come back. Uh, we'll kind of uh, breeze over some of the comments that you guys have. And uh, I know that we're expecting, hopefully, Kurt Richardson does things by his own beat. <laughs> hey, so it's 11.38. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it's 11.38. I am yeah. not calling that show. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll see. He might. He might surprise us. So if not, we'll uh, we'll kill this 20 minutes. And, uh, again, thank you guys for being with us. Uh, keep the comments coming. We'll try to answer some of these, too. But we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll be back. My passion is architecture. I don't want to sit around passively studying. I need to create. In our architecture studios at Lawrence Tech, we collaborate with students, faculty, and professionals from around the world. And from day one, we design using the same industry standard software that architecture firms use. I really feel like I'm designing my own future here. Lawrence Tech, possible is everything. Today we're going to introduce you to the MHSAA's Coaches Advancement Program. 30 years ago, the MHSAA began its first coaches education program to address the large influx of non-faculty coaches directing educational athletic teams. Today, the Coaches Advancement Program, or CAP, has grown into one of the nation's top and first face-to-face -face educational program geared to assist coaches in their growth and development. CAP gives coaches everything except the X's and O's of their sport, dealing with the practical and philosophical issues of coaching high school sports. Over 3,000 individuals annually attend CAP training sessions, most receiving beginning and intermediate certifications studying numerous topics. But a growing number stay in the program to earn advanced certification and study not just the basics, but current issues affecting educational athletics. If you want to learn more about the Coaches Advancement Program, visit the MHSAA website. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. 
dough raiser. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. Hungry Howard's makes it easy. It's just a little mini pizza box, and we make lots of money, lots of dough. Go to DoughRaiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Hey everybody, welcome back to the State Champs Extra Point Live podcast as we uh, get into uh, reaction uh, to what happened tonight in uh, the first round of the football playoffs. And um, I want to get to some of the comments that you guys are making. We're live on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Scott Bernstein, Matt Mowry here. Appreciate the guys coming in. Uh, and... Um, you know, we were kind of what we do here on Friday night. Uh, we got the door open because just in case John Kidd, our senior editor for the television show, needs to come in and grab me because I have to do highlights at some point. And uh, um, but we'll, we'll, he's going to wait till after midnight. Sean Belisian was here doing his highlights, so he'll be working on those games. Uh, but it just kind of shows, you know, this is what we do. I mean, Friday night we're here, especially during the football season, and we're here all night. So Sean's former broadcast partner on a Radio Life uh, of the the past is Mark Spindler, the former Detroit Lions defensive end, whose son Rocco Spindler uh, is one of the stars for Clarkson. And, and I just want it just jogged my memory you, of, yeah, of, a, you, of, a, of a something I saw at the, at, after the final whistle blew. Um, Mark taking Rocco aside oh. and kind of schooling him on some technique yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool no, when, when you got a, a father that can impart that kind of wisdom. Um, right. And it's and it's all positive. Right. You know, right. A lot of times you well, see dads uh, sometimes getting yeah. in a kid's ear about, oh, the coach didn't do this and you need to do that. Right. But uh, it those was are usually cool dads who didn't play in the right. NFL. Right. It was kind of cool to see. Uh, you know, the, the team was celebrating and then Rocco had his uh, or Mark had his arm around Rocco and I, I was a little eavesdropping on their conversation and just was was talking. You know, fundamentals on well, the line. And I think there's, I mean, Rocco's going to write his ticket, right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to have, and a, he's gonna have top, a lot of options. Our top ten players only in the country right people. now. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're top ten players in the country, both yeah. of them. That's amazing. And That's then one amazing. more stat to throw out from Go that ahead. game. Um, Lake Orient is Clarkson's traditional rival. And uh, with this victory, uh, Clarkson is on an eight-game winning streak against Lake Orient. Nice. Uh, which is amazing considering that rivalry yeah. over the years. I mean, there were it wasn't that long ago yeah. in our state champs history that – We'd go uh, there and broadcast yeah, the last we, game of we, the year. We did the game time live. we do the real game. we do the whole game. And it was like back and forth. Uh, it was always a, a Because a before lot. Clarkson broke through, yeah. Lake Orient went, went to the state finals couple, twice yep. in three years. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple – Comments. I'm going to uh, read a few from uh, from YouTube. Uh, STP 77 Rising saying Warren Woods tire Warren Woods Tower has been under the radar all year, which is yep, true. He yep, said, "Don't count yep. them out at home against King. If King can't put up more than eight and seven points in back-to-back -back weeks, something's going wrong." So uh, Henry Brown at uh, at uh, Woods Tower, I believe. Maybe the running back. Yeah, yeah. and okay. he plays linebacker as well. So they, you know, he's a they, he's a he's a he's a playmaker. They put a lot of points on tonight too. So uh, Grand Rapids, West Catholic, and Ithaca are out. Two great dynasties yep. end. Uh, so uh, again, that's a shocker. Yeah. That's a, that's a yeah. week one shocker. E, -cor e course uh, beat Warren Mission Collegiate tonight, which really that surprises that, yeah. me. Yeah. Fifty five to eighteen was that one. So or sixty one to eighteen. Uh, thank you, Mega Seven Mile, for uh, getting that in and. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and Trenton, some of these guys Trenton were having beat, a comment. Uh, Trenton beat Carlson. 
right? Right. Yes. Yep. 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 Trenton's got a, a a really nice quarterback in Jay Solano, who uh, is a kid that you know. Last year, I think he threw for two thousand yards. This year, he's over two thousand. Um, I'm not sure what his recruiting situation is, but you know, he's a kid that and I could really see uh, blossoming at the D two or D three level. Another interesting uh, note in terms as we get down to kind of some of the lower divisions, uh, Parkway Christian lost tonight. Okay. And yeah, and and there public is public safety win. Y- what? That's a great That's question. That's the other I'm, side of that I'm, same I'm, bracket, I'm I believe. I'm going to go there right now because I'm looking at comments. Yeah. Public safety lost to Southeastern, okay. which shocks me, 24-6. Collegiant, well, <laughs> but, um, Clarkson Everest Collegiant beat Lakes. Yeah, yeah. Which, Everest Collegiant beat yeah. Waterfall Our Lady, which I think they played already this season. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and Collegiant and had won that one. every year in the playoffs. Right. Every they, single yeah. year that yeah. Everest <laughs> they used to be the, had it. They used to be the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and reading beat Pittsburgh 65-48. Yep. Uh, Ottawa Lake Whiteford, Whiteford beat Lenawee Lenawee Christian 51-14. Yep. Christian, a good team. Whiteford, a really good team. Yeah. Uh, so at the bottom of that, they're going to be one of the favorites again to get back there. Uh, maybe we're going to see a Whiteford uh, Everest Collegiate, maybe. Uh, Harbor Beach won tonight. We're not going to you know, uh, put our thumbs down at the thumb. Uh, good win for them. They're a good program. Ubley beat Lutheran Seminary thirty to twenty-eight. That yep. was a that was a close yeah. match. Uh, Ishpeming all over Gwyn tonight, fifty-two to six. So Ishpeming, well, UP Power, the Hematites uh, starting out. Iron City beat Roger City twenty-eight to eight. Uh, Johannesburg Lewiston over Merrill, 15-8. So that's interesting. Uh, Flint Beecher beats Carson City Crystal, 15-8. A lot of low scores here yep. in, the, in the low, which usually tends to be the other way around. Decatur over Climax Scots, uh, 29-22. Interesting. Holton over Martin, 25-24. Menden over White Pigeon, 8-6. Athens over Three Oaks River Valley, 19-6. Uh, but Dansville beating Sterling Heights Parkway Christian, well, Dansville was that team right, in, in the CMAC it. that yeah. was that was chasing PW, and that was yeah. uh, kind of a tall task for them at that point. Right, but that's still a real good team. That was another one of those teams that kind of had a rough year last year and kind of bounced back and was really making some noise this year, but. PW yeah. does that to a lot of people. PW put up 62 tonight over Saranac, 62-14. Yep. They're going to have Saugatuck next week. Should be interesting because Saugatuck and Kent City was a good matchup, and Saugatuck put up 49 on Kent City. So that will be an interesting one in Division 7. Division 7, uh, you know, always one of those divisions that is going to have uh, surprises. Madison, of course, Beach Shrine well, tonight, 45-zip. Yeah. They'll face the winner of Loyola Foley tomorrow. Uh, Foley eight and one this season. A good story. Uh, they're really excited about. You know, this is a yeah. historic season for them, so they're really fired. First up. time they're eight and one ever, I believe. But the first time that they had gone yeah. seven and one since the ni- early nineteen seventies. And the right. interesting thing is. Uh, Gabe, who works here at State Champs, went to Foley, played football Foley. He's like, Loyal is going to kill us. <laughs> so he has no faith in his ventures, but uh, we shall see how that one uh, plays out. Uh, if Foley should win that game, uh, they could give Madison Heights Madison. It would be the battle of Madison Heights. Well, it also be would be the battle of, of one of the most prolific quarterbacks in yes. the state in Austin Brown against right. the most prolific running back in the state right now, Kendall Taylor. Well, there you go. 
there you go. He's leading, the, lead, leading the state in rushing right now. Riverview Gabriel Rochard over Central tonight, so Central doesn't have a magical run. 38-24 was the final in that one. Allen Park Cabrini beats Community 7-6, so they'll take on Rashard next week. Uh, Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central, 52 points tonight, all over Sand Creek, 52-34. I mean, they did give up 34. Clinton, Clinton put up a 73, 73 over Springport, 73-34, so that's interesting. New Lothrop, 55 tonight over Elkton Pigeon Bay Port Laker, and we talked about yeah, that. A couple couple weeks down yeah. the road when we could possibly be seeing a PW New Lothrop game. That's what we look at. That's what I want to see. Yep. That's what I want to see. So we got some games at the top of the bracket. Harbor Springs Ross Common tomorrow, as well as Oscoda Iron Mountain. So that's what's happening out there in uh, D7. I'd, we will have some eight-player uh, on state champs next week. There were matchups that I just wanted to wait and see what happened. Obviously, when you look at the, when you pull up the scores, you're going to get you know lopsided ones, 50s all the way around. Yeah. Uh, Pickford a winner, Sutton's Bay a winner. It's just a different well, style of game when yeah, you get into yeah. the, the smaller. Oh, yeah. And there are so few teams. That there are a lot of four and five teams, yes. and yeah, you know, so they, they've got to pull apart. But that's why, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say that's why the first round matchups are usually, are usually the first D eight game I've seen of the year was was in the Catholic League Championship <laughs> last week in the yeah. smaller division, and it was it was the best game of the day. Thirty six thirty five. Everest beat blocked. Field yeah, Everest goal. beat yep. Riverview Richard, yeah. and uh, it looks like you know kind of iron sharpens iron for both those yeah. teams. Um, and what they did in, in the first round of the playoffs. Powers North Central loses tonight to Crystal Falls Forest Park, who, again, is always great. Uh, and that's in the Division yeah. II eight-player uh, playoffs. Rapid Ritter beat Engadine 2018. So that was a Engadine. Engadine, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Cedarville over Hillman. And uh, uh, Onekama, Tom's hometown now, yeah. uh, over Marion 22-6. But Tom was down here. Tom was. Covering yeah. for us. He yeah. was, he he did was the, at uh, Lakeview? Yeah, the oh, Ro Roseville, Roseville game, which Roseville, was a good yep. game. Yep. Which is a real good game. Yep. Uh, and um, is on the website already. What was he the, told me. Yeah, Lakeview beat Roseville 41 32. the Romeo Dakota final? 21 17, I believe, was the final in that one. A good battle. Uh, mm -hmm. I had chosen uh, Romeo, but yeah, um, that's how it was. In fact, uh, if we want to, as we got nine minutes left to go here, we can kind of go over a little bit of our uh, predictions because that's always fun. And I was ruling early, but uh, that's changed. Hollow West Ottawa and Hudsonville. Hudsonville won tonight. Ooh, uh, yep. And uh, I took West Ottawa. I took West Ottawa. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, but it was John Kidd, and uh, he was the only one who took Hudsonville. Yeah, so. We yeah. all took West Ottawa. Uh, Brighton and East Kentwood are tomorrow, so we'll see yep. how that checks out. We yep. all took East Kentwood, although I wouldn't be shocked if Brighton, Brighton uh, pulled out a win, but we'll see. Davison, Oxford. I took Oxford. John Kidd took Oxford. Sean Belizean is really the only one who took Davison, uh, but Oxford wins tonight pretty handily. Canton and uh, Detroit Catholic Central, we all took CC. Uh, Romeo, Macomb, Dakota. Uh, I liked Romeo. John liked Romeo. You guys all thought Dakota would pull it out, and they did. Uh, Gross Point I, I South, picked uh, Dakota, and then in parentheses I said more Toco Magic. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Gross Point I South <laughs> uh, was up 17-3 uh, to 3 over Fortson yeah. going into the fourth, and uh, Fortson came back to win 24-17, so we all took Fortson. We all took Fortson, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jennison Traverse City are, is tomorrow. We were kind of split on that. Well, Matt and I took Jennison. Everybody else took Traverse That's City Central. That's a good Central. Jennison story. They yeah, it is. Oh, it really is. a long time. Yeah. Uh, Port, Port is Central, Port is Northern. Portis Northern beat up Portis Central. I yeah. took Central. Uh, you took Central. Uh, Matt took Central. It was no. really Sean and John who took Northern, and uh, they, they own that one. Dexter South. Well, I'll admit why I took Central, because I went to college with someone that went to Portis Central, yeah. played football at Portis Central, so I figured I'd give them <laughs> yeah, some throw rope. the records out the window. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dexter South Lion. Um, 
We all took South Lyon. Went to overtime, though. Roseville, Lakeview. We all took Lakeview, except for you, Matt. You took Roseville. Uh, And uh, Rice Churchill. Uh, John took Churchill. Matt took Churchill. Uh, We took Rice. Rice handily. Uh, East Lansing and Hazlitt. We all took East Lansing, except for John. He lost that one. East Lansing wins. Uh, River Rouge and King. We all took King. And that was a nail. Is this the the third or fourth year Groves and Rice are meeting? Good question. We'll have to look that up. They've met. Uh, I, I think. I think this might be the fourth. Yeah. Harrison and Cranbrook are going to get together tomorrow. Let me Google um, that for are you. Are you going to go to that one? Uh, I was. I'm, okay. uh, I'm going to that one. You're going. Yeah. Okay. That's I got a three I, o'clock I, game tomorrow, yeah. so that's because of, because of testing. Oh, okay. uh, Cranbrook's got some uh, PACTs. That's cool. A little warmer in the day. Um, you know? Yeah, I got to. I got to run to California for a couple days. But I will. What is it? I don't even know. Like, who's the big college football game tomorrow? Penn State, Michigan. Is that well, that's, ne- that's, uh, that's next, that's next yeah, week. That's next week. Just, just two. Just I mean, thir- okay. third straight year they've met. Okay, two okay other third times. straight year. Okay. okay. Claire Manistee we picked, uh, and that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Lansing mm-hmm. Catholic Olivet. We all took Lansing Catholic. They won handily. Fighting uh, at her. Hemlock and Mont- Montrose. I think um, I'm going to be. Who won that game? Hemlock or Montrose? Hemlock got blanked. Oh, Hemlock got blanked, yeah. and I took Hemlock. Yeah. As did well, you. Well, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, that's what we were talking Florida about with Georgia. that TVC West. Florida, Georgia. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great game. I think starting next week. We all took War Mission Collegiate, by the way. Yeah, yes, we who did. lost yep. the E course? Yep. Starting Handily. next week, I think I'm going to be at Harrison. The comments were for somebody the rest must have been hurt or something that, that Collegiate would lose that way. They were yeah. just dominating. They were. And to uh, lose like that is kind of interesting. And last year, last they, week, and last year they went I to took the Sagatuck. I won that one. Scott, you took. We we all three took Sagatuck. John yeah. and Sean took Kansas. Warren Collegiate went to the regional last year. We yeah. all took Whiteford, and they won. So yep. that was how we predicted this week. We kind of took the top twenty uh, games that we felt uh, throughout all the divisions. We didn't want to answer them all, um, but uh, we'll I see. I, I think I'm going to be at Harrison for the uh, remainder of their run starting next. Okay. Uh, we Starting got, next, next we got week. a few minutes. Uh, one question out on um, on the thing is, uh, what are our thoughts on Harrison running the table? I think that now that they're in Division Four, a whole world of opportunity opens up for them. That doesn't mean they're guaranteed to be at Ford Field. It doesn't yeah, mean they're guaranteed to be happen? winning the championship. It's so strange the way that they did. wasn't going to happen. They they ended up they being in four by two schools. It was right. It had at to do with very, who qualifies yeah, with okay. the bigger and, schools yep. and and where they end up shifting. They stuff were down. they were going to the state trying to get an automatic four. Right. And the state said, we're not going to give you an automatic four. You're three until further right. notice. Yeah. Um, and they had a very slim, they had a really slim right. chance of getting into four, right. and they got in. Scott was uh, asking us uh, how any news on how Fortson came back to win. Well, I can tell you this. I don't have that information in front of me, but I can tell you that the highlights will be up tomorrow on our uh, Facebook, Twitter, on YouTube. So you can check that out on our website, statechampsnetwork.com. Uh, and then, of course, you can watch State Champs on Sunday. So we have the highlights, so you'll be able to see exactly uh, how that went down. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that was pretty cool, too, that it, it looked like, we're talking about Harrison, it looked like last week, yeah. whether they got in or not, or sorry, whether it, it looked like regardless that was going to be their final home game. Yeah. But because of the Division Four uh, bracket, it looks and like... And the playoff points. And yeah. the playoff points. It looks like they could have one or two more. Um, Go ahead, the yeah. Fortson Gross Point South game, I believe Fortson was down at halftime. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Fortson uh, was losing 7 to What yeah. he was saying yeah. is, how did they come back? Uh, how did they do it? Because, yeah, they were losing 17 to 3 into the fourth quarter. That's correct. And they came back That's and correct. won. So, um, yeah, another question says Do you think if Ishpeming, Reading, and Ottawa Lake Whiteford don't drop to D8, that Breckenridge is the favorite to win the title in eight? But they are. They're all there. Yeah. 
So, so it's not. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I mean Breckenridge yes. certainly. Yes, yeah. Breckenridge is certainly one of the best teams in D8 all season long. Yeah. And yeah, yes, those other teams did get kind of crammed down. Yeah. And that muddies the water. I th- think they still got a shot. Yeah. But, I, I don't think anybody's going to beat Whiteford. But Whiteford's going to be tough. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, they, they. It was funny. A couple years ago, they. they great story. They get to Ford Field and they get just destroyed. Hammered. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Then they have another great year. They go to Ford Field and they put the wood last year. Yep. Uh, this year they've had another great season. They have dominated. I think they're going to do it again. So, um, yeah, that's that's my take on, on Whiteford. But uh, I know we got uh, some Breck, uh, Breckenridge people out there that uh, – are uh, are loving it so uh again i'm just kind of scrolling through uh hey cory parker joined us for a little bit that's cool coach uh sorry on on your loss but uh again it looked like it could have been anybody's game there uh at the end i don't know if he's still on with us but he was um of, go ahead one of the uh real good games in in division six that uh kind of flew under the radar until somebody pointed it out to me on twitter was Calumet and Ishpeming Westwood, and they'd met in, I think, week three, and uh, Calumet won 14-12, and it was, li- literally, it was the the closest win they had all season long in an unbeaten season, and the, the Twitter follower pointed out that Westwood was a little banged up, and then once they got healthy, they had a two-week a two stretch where they lost both of the regular season games that they, they dropped, and then they got healthy, and then they just started rolling people and so that ended up being exactly what we thought it was going to be in a very good game with calumet winning six nothing i mean that's that's uh about as tight as you can get all right guys well hey we appreciate you guys for joining us tonight as we did uh, a brief recap on what took place uh from week one i don't think we're going to do this again it's possible we may i mean one of the things we do is kind of just play it by ear uh, again, we had good response. We appreciate those who did join us tonight. Uh, obviously, if it was like this massive thing, then we would probably do it again. It is a little inconvenient for us, just the fact that we all have duties that we have to do here uh, so that we can actually go home uh, at some point because some of us have been here since the early morning. <laughs> so, uh, And some of us have, like, families. Yes, that yes, I do. And then tomorrow, they gotta get home what too. we don't know is we got to get up, and Kevin and I, we got to do Indiana. That's correct. So we got the Indiana yes, show sir. We, we got to do so we'll have games that we have to do in, so exciting in, yes exactly indiana's in the second <laughs> round second of round of playoffs yeah. so um yeah and, and actually the big schools now just yeah, yeah. it's interesting it's, how it's the, weird, the, the most or all of uh, their biggest division and all and half of their second biggest yeah, division right. kind of get a buy in the yeah. first round yeah. and then yeah. they start their playoffs the fewer the schools year. in those everybody gets yeah. in yeah. that's yeah. how they and, do and it, right and ihsa everybody qualifies yeah so anyway hey guys appreciate you guys being with us uh we may do this again later in the in the season perhaps uh, maybe for regional football finals or something. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, again, make sure State Champ Sundays at 9 a.m. Make sure you check that out. Uh, next week we'll have another podcast. Scott most likely will not be a part of it because he's going to be I'm in La La Land. He's in La days. La Land. He's in L.A. So uh, Sean, Belizean, Sean, Sean Belizean said he can be here. So I think what we'll plan to do is probably do a Wednesday morning podcast, and then we'll turn it around and probably get it out either probably end of the day Wednesdays, and we'll do a prediction for round two and all that stuff. So I'll send my prediction. Sounds email. good. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much for being a part of it. Hey, maybe we'll even pull you up here. Oh, on yeah, thing. Do that, right? yeah, we yeah, can yeah. do cool. that. Let's so, do that. If Dan uh, Anderson could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, again, hey, guys, this has been Extra Point Live. Thank you so much. We will talk again.